Hello, welcome back to the book report. Yes, we are here. Another fun, festive episode of the book report. The story continues. Exactly. Now, where did we leave off last time? Where, where were we at frame of mind wise? We, we just we got off. hitched. Oh, yes, we got hitched. <laughs> <laughs> now we've made the situation worse by marrying Tommy. <laughs> yes, yes. And we're, we're out there crying on the beach and things. Okay, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yes. Now I'm familiar. Uh, then Tommy tried to cancel Thanksgiving. Little mm-hmm. did he know that the butterballs are coming anyways. Exactly. So we've married him thinking he's going to fix stuff, but it hasn't changed anything. And also the cracks are starting to show as well. Yes, like he's, now he's acting more definitely. crazy. And then uh, we, we learned all about the fantasy moments and how monumental that was mm-hmm. for her artistically. And also she got a little bit of independence in her, in her music. We're transitioning, we're sort of end of daydream era. It's- starting to go into the butterfly era in terms of making yes, the, the daydream album is already out but we're going to come to learn in these next few chapters that she is she's doing all the remixes mm-hmm. she's working 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 yeah she's starting to get a little power and influence because she was able to get odb onto fantasy and now she's going to get jd and mm-hmm. debra and escape onto another remix Exactly. She's getting what she wants, bit by bit. So this week we are going to talk about uh, a few chapters here. One summer night we ran away for a while. Yep. Side effects. And then side effects. And finally we will do... The Man from Kalamazoo. Oh, The Man from Kalamazoo. (laughs) It gets juicy. It gets juicy. It's a wild ride. Um, But these... (laughs) These chapters are very uh, symbolic in Mariah's story because we we um, we know that things happen that start to change the course mm-hmm. of Mariah's life and career. Mm-hmm. So, right here, let's get go ahead and get started with one summer night running away for a while. Right. So basically, she wants to work on the remix for "Always Be My Baby" with Debrat, JD, and Escape, and they come over to the house. She has friends over now. Yes, and she says it's like the first time that she's ever had anybody over, even though they're working together because Mariah has this big studio that she built. Mm. It's it's almost like having friends over for the first time yeah. to your mom and dad's house. I you know. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a want, big thing. I wonder why they came to the house and not didn't meet in a studio in the city. That is a good question, but I guess if you built this big studio... Might as well, yeah. Might as well use it. I guess, yeah. Oh, well, plus plus they were also going to film the music video. Mm. So they were going to do the recording and the music video sort of all at once. And it's probably just cheaper just to do it at your big, you know, mansion. Sing mansion. I guess. Than yeah. having to pay. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> um, all right. So So they all come over. And Mariah obviously had started working with Jermaine Dupri for Always Be My Baby. But mm-hmm. here they are teaming up again for remixes. Right, because he did the original album version. Yes, and now we're going to bring it to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And so so everybody comes over to the house, and this is the first time Mariah meets DeBrat. Mm-hmm. And they become quick friends. Right, someone her age, There's- someone that's cool and into hip-hop and into the same kind of music. So they yeah. can probably talk and, you know. Have girlfriend talk. 
Now, Mariah does say that when Jermaine and the whole crew come into the house, they're they're gobsmacked at how luxurious it is. Yeah. And how over the top it is. And it's very rich, very rich, rich, rich. Yeah. Well, they're probably used to Atlanta houses. And then if they ever came to New York, it's all small spaces because there's no one has a mansion in New York City. So they go right, to this but big also, mega house upstate. They're probably gagged. Also, they these they're young. These are yeah. young people. Like I think they're like twenty years old. Debrat's like twenty years old. Jermaine's yeah. like I think Mariah says even nineteen or something. Mm-hmm. So they're young. They're seeing it. They're like, oh, we've hit the big time now. Yeah, and Mariah's probably twenty five ish around here, right? Yeah, yeah. So this would be at the turn of ninety five into ninety six. Mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. Because Always Be My Baby was released as a single, I think, in like, I don't even know, probably March of 96. Right. So, yeah, gearing it all up here. So, okay, so everyone comes over, they're all gagged, Mariah and Debrat kind of sneak off together. And even just the the premise of this story of Mariah and Debrat in their own house, just like sneak around her own house. Isn't that weird? So what eventually ends up happening is Mariah brings the brat to her big closet yeah. <laughs> and they start having girl talk and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and, it, and here's the thing. We all have sort of heard this story that Mariah tells in this chapter because the bulk of this chapter is really the, the day or the night where her and Debrat break free from Sing Sing and want to go get french fries from the burger king yeah i know well we've heard that story before that she broke out and it was a problem we didn't realize what an actual chaos what actual chaos it caused in the house security freaking out trying to track it major major problem they're they're roughing up jermaine while he's back at the house (laughs) basically yes but that also so what that goes to show you the uh amount of um like how restricted Mariah is, she can't even just go grab, grab get some fries. She can't even announce it and say, hey, guys, be right back. Getting some fries. Right. And now that Mariah is sort of hanging around with her peers, even though she just met Debrat, mm. Debrat's like, this is not normal, sweetie. Yeah. This is this. You can't be doing this. You're like a big, major, mega superstar. You should not have to be doing all of this. You should be young, carefree. And living your life mm-hmm. and enjoying your success. Mm-hmm. And so it, this starts to creep into Mariah's mental thought of exactly what's going on here. Like, how, this is, I can't keep doing this. This isn't right. Yeah. And I'm sure that she probably knew it wasn't normal, but sometimes, sometimes you just need someone to see it and tell you, like, hey, this is really weird. You got to do something. Right. Right. Like, you can see it. Even if you're in the bubble and you see that it's not right, Mm -hmm. sometimes it takes someone from outside the bubble to really put that mirror up to you Mm -hmm. and be like, this is what's going on here. And it's not okay. You shouldn't have to deal with this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially what happens with her and Debrat. And Jermaine's freaking out at the house. And Debrat's like, listen, Mariah is driving. I'm not doing it. Yeah, Mariah wants to go get French fries. We're going to get French fries. Plain but, and simple. Right. But I'm sure also Debrat is thinking, what is wrong with Jermaine? Why is he acting so weird? We're just getting fries. <laughs> it probably, and Mariah's doesn't probably register. sitting yeah. there like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. Yeah, a like disaster. It's, not, it's not registering that there's security freaking out because Mariah left the compound. 
Like, I'm sure that doesn't make that makes no sense to to Brad. Yeah, well, I don't think it would make sense to anybody, but mm-hmm. especially, you know, young people who are successful in their own right. Like Debrat had a hit song out. Mariah knows Jermaine. Jermaine's had a couple big hits out. Mm-hmm. They don't have to deal with this kind of stuff. So why should Mariah? Yeah, and normally when you become successful and have more money and more influence, you sort of gain more freedom too. You don't really, you don't need to ask for permission to go get fries. Yeah, no, that's ins- that's uh, that's absurdity. Yeah, like Mariah is not a a sixteen year old or twelve year old asking, "Can I borrow a quarter to go get the ice cream truck?" Mm-hmm. Like you're too old to be doing that. Even though Mariah is still very young, she's only twenty five, but mm-hmm. you're an adult. Yeah. Uh-huh. You make your own decisions. I know. So so basically, that's what this whole chapter does here. And it it sets that little thought in Mariah. It's like, how am I going to now maneuver my way out of this? Because I can't keep doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and then Debrat points out, you know, what's the point of having this luxurious mansion and all this stuff if, you, if, you can't, if you're not free and, and you can't enjoy it? What's the point? Yeah. What is the whole point? Um, But she closes out this chapter saying about the whole thing, the whole experience. (coughs) She closes out this whole chapter about and talking about the whole experience of recording the remix and, you know, breaking out of Sing Sing. Mariah says, we got it done. A remix, a video and a prison break all in one day. Mm -hmm. I was a master at editing out the pressure because you would never tell by watching that music video where it's black and white and Mariah's by the pool and they're in the recording studio yeah. that they were going through all of that stress and and nonsense the, yeah because I one, remember that yeah. video it was gorgeous yeah there was a whole debacle with fries plus there's security just lurking around furious that that had happened yeah and guns are coming out oh. and people are freaking out but if you watch that music video which was shot that same day uh-huh. you would never know you would never know yeah Wild. Wild, to say the least. But also, you didn't realize how much pressure Mariah was under, not only career-wise, but in her home. So, yeah, of course, this is a situation that is going to crack and break. Yeah. There's no way it's sustainable. Right. And that's what we're going to start going into the next chapter, Side Effects. She talks more about the relationship with Tommy and how how they're how she's dealing with it and the stress of it all so side effects is really about the the start of the dissolving of the the marriage yeah and obviously the effect it's had on her Mm -hmm. the marriage and in a lot of ways and the toll first of all i love the song side effects it's a good song these lyrics the song everything and everybody knew what it was about Oh, of course. This is the first time where she's really like sort of laying out the story of that marriage. Yeah. And the effects it had on her. But you know how normally when she would would do a song like this, she'd be like, oh, no, 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 it's not about that. Right, right. And then we're like, are you sure? Like the honey video, which we'll talk about later. And clown. All of that. obsessed. Where she's like, she will walk around what the (laughs) song is about. Yeah. This, we all know what it's about. It's very clear and obvious. And she didn't deny it either, remember? No. Mm-hmm. And it's good, and she shouldn't have to. No, no, no. That's why, but that's why it's here in the side effects chapter. But now she's elaborating on it. 
So we basically start where she says, when Tommy suggested we go to couples therapy, I was surprised. Unsurprisingly, he told me it would have to be with his therapist. Mm. So here we here we go. Tommy in control. But do you think it's interesting that he's the one who suggested it? Well, was it him or was it the therapist that suggested it to him to suggest it to Mariah? Mm, mm, okay. But Could what's be. interesting is that he had a therapist. Right? That's what's interesting. <laughs> He's over here mind controlling and emotionally abusing yeah. people. And you're he telling me he's in therapy? Yeah. Ugh. Well, Mariah liked this therapist. Yes. She sounds she's, sane. Yeah. yeah and yeah, not yeah. like a goon of his. Well, I think right off the bat, Mariah could tell mm-hmm. that she was on Mariah's side or she understood where Mariah was coming from. Uh huh. Well, now I want to know what Tommy was telling her about Mariah. And the situation. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 really interesting because all these years I certainly did not think Mariah was in therapy, especially mm. with Tommy. Mm. Back then. I know, right? Yeah. So this whole chapter was eye-opening for me. Same. I liked it. But she she said it was therapy was a lifesaver. Okay, let's think about the time period. The 90s, therapy wasn't popular like it is now. Mm-mm. It should have been, but there was like a stigma to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That if you were in therapy, something was wrong with you. You're crazy. Yeah. Like, and yeah. in reality, everybody should be in therapy. Yes, all the time. Absolutely. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm a proponent. Of yes, it. yes, yes. So, but, but I just think the, the couple's therapy. Mm. Do you think Tommy thought going into this, bringing Mariah in, whether he really suggested it or his therapist did, do you think, because what basically happens is this therapist totally helps Mariah separate herself from Tommy. Do you think that Tommy thought that was going to be the outcome? Mm -hmm. Probably not, Mm -hmm. because he's like holding on to her pretty strongly. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what he thought he was going to get out of this. Do you think Tommy wanted to get out of it? No. That's the Mariah's the moneymaker. She's the franchise. Yeah. He's not trying to let that go in any way. So that's why I think it's curious. I'm curious as to what I guess I'd have to read his book, <laughs> but I don't have the time for that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I I we it's pretty early on where she talks about the these uh therapy sessions where we could see that Mariah is going to get something. She's going to take advantage of this. Right. But let's just look at the state she was in. Tommy's obviously so insane around her and controlling over her. She's breaking out in hives. She's having, she's having a physical reaction. The stress of it all. Yeah. Her beautiful skin breaking out in hives. I know. Oh no, 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 no. Have you ever had hives? No. I, I feel like I've been in some stressful situations, but I've never, never had hives. No. It, but it's a physical reaction. Yeah. Like, if it gets to that point, mm-hmm. it's bad. And then Tommy's like, what are you stressed about? Uh, <laughs> must be nice, Tommy, never to be stressed about anything. Yeah. wonder how that feels. But also, it just shows how oblivious he is. Right? Like, mm-hmm. he's not paying attention to the person. Yeah. Mariah. Yes. The human being. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all a business. And that's why this is not going to work out. I wonder if she's also so famous now, he doesn't even see it and knows what it doesn't know what it is. 
Probably. It's like a different kind of stress. You can't recognize it. Yeah, sometimes you can't recognize when you're in it. Yeah. You have to be out of it in some sort of way, which is why therapy is always good, mm-hmm. for, whether it's a couple or individual therapy, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're in your own bubble. Well, the therapist says this is not normal. It's not normal, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> it is not normal. Uh-huh. It's and and this is one of Mariah's this is her first real adult relationship as well. Mm. She thinks, "Oh, well, I'm not supposed to be happy. I guess this is what marriage is like." But it's really not. It's not normal. Um what you saying pebbles pe- pebbles <laughs> what do you call it? Petals. Something about resigning to a life of misery. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what she says. Yeah, she just was like, oh, this is how it is. This is, I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah. No, you don't have to. Because I guess her life was like never not miserable. She doesn't know how to not be not miserable. Uh Or, you know, like that full freedom. Yeah. Mentally and physically. Right. Yeah. Oh, Mariah. I know, poor Mariah. But I do love that... um, Mariah also says about going to this therapist, she says the therapist might have been the only person who had some kind of insight into his psyche and could completely conceive of the repressive and paranoid conditions he imposed on me in our marriage and home life. Mm. So I guess that makes sense. Well, the therapist is trained. Like these are psychological conditions and theories and ideas so she's obviously analyzed him and was like oh shit he has a wife mm-hmm. let's get her out of it get her out of this yeah, i know the <laughs> poor wife is at home probably miserable yeah and she is yeah yeah so i mean it was a, it was a good thing for them to go there because it it was sort of the stepping stone also don't forget this therapist is probably not saying oh tummy you have you know this xyz controlling disorder She's probably just like, hey, so tell me about how what happens when Mariah comes home, X, Y, Z. And she just she's quietly analyzing the situation mm-hmm. without saying what's wrong with him. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's not normal, sweetie. It's not normal. I'm going to start saying that all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we move on and Mariah starts talking about, you know, now uh, their relationship and how just his his presence yeah. puts her in a mood, tenses her up, walking on eggshells, tippy-toeing around everything, mm-hmm. and 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 what it took to really get out of that. But then on page 180, she starts talking about butterfly. Yeah. And that how that whole song is really shaped around what she wanted him to say to her. Which is... Uh- Go, you're free to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want you to dump it me. It's like a dream. <laughs> a dream. I know, right? Okay, but can we just, like, I guess sort of the tension um, and the misery coming from Mariah is that she wants to do other things than mm-hmm. just be a singer, songwriter. Right. And, and, and Tommy's she wants shutting to do everything new, down. New things career wise, but also in her personal life as well. Yeah. She just wants to go places. Yeah. And do things. Get fries. Honey. That's the level of like, no. Mm-hmm. You can't even get fries. Yeah. Well, she she also says that the therapist was an advocate for her. Mm. So it was great to have that in her corner because now when she suggests something, 
she has backup. She has a backup. Mm-hmm. The therapist will tell Tommy, mm-hmm. no, let her do this. Well, it almost becomes like an assignment too. the next week. Okay, did you mm-hmm. let Mariah go get fries by herself? Yeah. Yes. And or, how did you feel? Well, she came back. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't leave me. Yeah. But, you know, and but she says this is where um, she started taking the acting classes. And it was a ferocious negotiation between the therapist and Tommy and her. But she made it happen. Mm-hmm. She started seeing a an acting coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And through that, Mariah started learning that she's holding all this tension inside of her. Yeah. Like, Literally, she's so tense all of the time. Uh-huh. And she's probably had a lot of it from growing up as well. Because yes. she's always in... A state of anxiety. Yes, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah. has a physical reaction, whether it's hives, tense muscles. Mariah says, like, the acting coach is trying to push her shoulders down, be like, relax. And she's like, oh, I, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's like, you don't even know what it feels like to be free in your body. Yeah. Uh huh. And that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's what happens year, 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 year after. Well, and it all builds like, up. Well, again, it's just normal to be stressed like that. You don't notice that, you don't realize there's another, and from a young age too. You got Allison calling her on the phone trying to kill herself. Right? She's Mariah's in a constant state of worry, stress, yes. and anxiety. And it just stays there. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. For, for so many years. People don't realize anxiety's not like, oh, I feel sad. It's like actually energy that pulls on muscles and affects the body. Oh, 100% for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. It, anxiety does usually um, come out as a physical mm. reaction, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, sweating, mm-hmm. muscle tension, shaking, hives, shaking, yeah. all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. And Mariah's going through it. She's going through it. Right. But to the point where her body's almost stiff, frozen up. Mm hmm. Yeah, and she's like the therapist tells her let go of the fighting stance and just breathe Mm -hmm. like Mariah's always ready for something to pop off Mm. you know like she's always ready for a fight or a situation or something negative to happen yes like Like many flashes of Morgan Mm -hmm. just popping off in the house that should be the safest place interesting yeah. And then I also found interesting the whole part where Mariah talks about the sadness and anger. Because mm. uh, on one, 183, she says, what I remember most clearly was the acting coach telling me I had difficulty accessing my anger. I thought back to something the therapist had once told me. Often, sadness is anger tor- turned inward. Mm. And of course, she kept it all inside. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, I mean, it makes sense when you really stop and think about it. It's all just this anger, but it's also sadness. It goes through these different forms. Yeah, but um, on 179, she says, after our eight-year relationship, my life had become a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. I had gotten to the point where Tommy's very present had me, to me, was a hostile occupation tiptoeing around and protecting myself. So she has to keep everything in. Always in the fight stance. Keeping everything in though. Like so Mm -hmm. there's that energy. She can't be angry. She can't express herself. She's just trapped. Yeah. So with the help of this therapist, Mariah starts taking the acting lessons, but she also creates this little escape house or apartment. Tidbit was, I was like, huh? 
It's like, what? Girl, tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more about this. So she negotiated a deal with the building. And in those days, things were loose. You could do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could. There was some haggling room. These days, they'd take your blood. I know. Yeah, girl, any DNA. You have to <laughs> yeah. show an ID everywhere you, everywhere uh, you went. Oh, it would be a process. But be a process. she came up with the, she hatched a plan and got herself a little studio apartment. I know. Up on the Upper West, and back she, on the Upper West Side where she she's familiar. And she Tommy, oh, I'm going to my acting class or something. And she would, but yeah. then afterwards, she'd have a little freedom. Right. A little hangout. Yeah. And back in her old stomping ground. Right. So a, a familiar place. Yeah. Or neighborhood, if you will. Mm, and this is the beginning of her like sneaking away. Uh, honey, she had to do what she had to do. Yeah. We're going to get to sneaking away. Yes, but this is this is the <laughs> stepping is the start stone. of it all. <laughs> but she made she turned that place into her little oasis where she could get away. But I just think Can you imagine living in that building and Mariah Carey secretly living in there? I know, right? Well, people probably didn't really know. Yeah. Cuz she didn't cuz like she said that you could like walk from one building to another through like a, a secret hallway or I know I need to find this building. I know. I'm like where girl where were you? I've seen a couple like that on the Upper West Side. They're big, but they do have like they kind of take up a whole block. So you can go in the front door and then walk around the literally around the block from the inside. Uh uh-huh uh-huh. So yeah. Girl she did it though. She hatched a plan. Sure did. That's what you got to do. You just got to start making these plans real early and keep it as close to you as possible. That's right. how you escape this. But also look how like every opportunity um, Tommy loosens up his grip a little bit. She's taking advantage of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you have to. Every, she has to. Every little inch he gives, you got to take it. You uh-huh. got to take it. Maximize. Well, this, this is also where Mariah starts working with Debbie Allen as well. Right. So she called this um, her survival cave. And she says, it became my personal office and private studio. Mm-hmm. I had a simple wall of mirrors installed. And it was there I did the best body work in my career with the incomparable Debbie Allen. Mm-hmm. And this, is again, is letting go of all that stress and tension and learning how to be comfortable in your own body. Mm-hmm. And Debbie Allen helped her with that. And then we know Debbie Allen went on to work with Mariah for many, many years. Yeah, Butterfly tour. Where we saw her dancing. Yes, honey, she was dipping it and doing it. Because Daydream Tour, we didn't see such dancing. No. More bopping. There were there were some bop moments. Like, if you think of Just Be Good To Me mm. in the Daydream Tour. That was good. That was a good bop. Yeah. But, like, you know, once Honey came along. No, there was choreo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. And Debbie Allen was helping, girl. Yeah. And it worked. It was cute. It was cute. That honey dance is iconic to me. Yes, it is. So she goes on to talk about the work with Debbie Allen, but she also says that Debbie Allen was surely one of her guardian guardian angels. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they also had a working relationship, but also personal as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we love to hear. Well, I'm sure here she is with another black woman in the industry, mm-hmm. just like when she met Debrat saying, uh, that situation you're in is really weird. Mm-hmm. Almost like a mentorship. Yeah. A little one, like on the side. And she's not connected. She's not a therapist. She's not connected to anybody in Tommy's world. Yeah. Debbie Allen is her own thing. Uh-huh. And for her to come in independently. Yeah. And form a friendship and a bond. Mm-hmm. You need that mm-hmm. in an older, older person that you admire. 
Yeah. I mean, Debbie Allen's iconic because Debbie Allen is from fame. So like when Mariah's out here singing out here on my own, she knows all about Debbie Allen mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But also um, kind of undoing what Tommy did of isolating Mariah from black culture. Oh, for sure. Here's someone that can mentor her back into it. Yeah. That's what, that's why Mar Mar Mariah says she was so important. Especially during that time. Yes. I would she like to her. file a complaint, though. Yes, what's that? Um, the teaching of Mariah not to flap her hand around. Because <laughs> I love a hand flap moment. Me too. <laughs> Who told her to stop doing that? Don't, don't, ever, don't ever stop doing that. Bring no. that back. I need all the hand movements, the hand flares. Yeah. This, that, all of it. I know. I need the ear to the, the hand yeah, to the yeah, ear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need it. I need it. I know. It's good. <laughs> I don't think Mariah will ever be able to fully get rid of that, and that's a good thing. Yeah, but do you remember like the good old hand, like which is my oh, yes, all in the butterfly? Like the, oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's like a full steady. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's like she's conducting herself like a conductor. It really is. Yeah, that's why I was like, bring that back, girl. It goes. It goes without saying. It's <laughs> Mariah needs it. It's part of her. It's part of her. We did too much editing over there in that in that part. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have to think about it too much. <laughs> It's a signature move of Mariah at this point. Yeah. So, well, so no, anyway, she's turning a new page. So she's not just singing, standing there and singing in a turtleneck. Right. She's figuring out her body. She's learning how to dance. She's starting to do more things that she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Acting. So now we're going to bring that into our music videos moving forward. Like the Honey video. It opens yeah. with some acting. Oh, all of it. Yeah. All of it's really good. I, Mariah says here she's this whole experience she was finally uh, starting to let me find it she says but i was finally starting to access a different kind of courage one that was there to protect my life not just my songs so she's really looking at this as a whole new era of her personal life yeah but courage. it really is like this espionage to escape that girl, that's why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there were plans. Yeah. There were hideaways. People, other people. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot to get out of those situations. Oh, that's so interesting. It's all women pulling her out. Oh, yeah. The therapist. Well, you know, the girls will help the girls. Honey, yeah. Uh huh. For sure. Yeah. She's been surrounded by Tommy and all his goons. You know, goons. Mm. <laughs> she needs more females in her life. Yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. Yeah. But that, no that, family pulling her out. No. Mm -mm. Mm. No, because they're already they're getting paid. Yeah. They're a whole nother story. Do you think Tommy was like paying them off? Uh, probably to a certain like they were on the payroll them off, but I'm sure there was some Just, something going on financially. Yeah. They're on the payroll. I don't know. You know, with, with people who have the mentality that Tommy does, you can't put, put nothing past them. Mm. He was he was doing something. Because mm -hmm. when you isolate people, you're getting them away from everybody. Yeah. Family, friends. Do you That's why you have to sneak away and find your Debbie Allen. Yeah. Who are saying, what the F is going on? Yeah. And they, they, they're looking at it from a whole new perspective that Mariah herself can barely even see because she's in it. Yeah. Her body feels it. Uh -huh. She feels the tension and anxiety, but you can't really see it from another perspective when you're in it. Mm -hmm. Remember um, that 
bad documentary that Morgan and Allison were in. And then they yes. said, Morgan said when he went to Tommy's house to see Mariah, he, Tommy pulled out a gun. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's probably that level of crazy and isolating. Uh, for sure. You have yeah. to scare everybody. Mm-hmm. You have to like, yeah. Tommy, uh, uh. I can't believe it. I can't believe that Mariah had to go through all of this. Yeah. Isn't it nuts? It's wild. She, at this point in time, she is the biggest star on the planet. Yeah. And she's hiding away in a secret cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like in shock over it. Well, she but I'm glad it yeah. all happened. Because well, it needed to. She must have had her own bank account. Because how's she paying the rent? <laughs> See, yeah, girl, there's all kinds of finances and things going on. I couldn't even begin. I couldn't even begin. So yeah, she must be. She must have uh, at least that. Like he's not controlling the money. Yeah, because he would see that, right? Yeah, true. Like, why is there a check to Upper West Side Rentals? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Or maybe you know, because she talks about her assistants and things a Mm. lot coming up. Mm. She probably has maybe somebody else putting things in their name. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it has to be so underground and so secretive mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's just a lot mariah was really going through a lot very very much so okay so we go back to therapy we've got our secret situation set up and then she finally gets to negotiate a night out without tommy yes isn't that wild it, yeah. girl well we see what she's had to do just to get some alone time yeah yeah. So it's all about, but luckily we have that therapist in the corner saying Mariah needs more freedom. She needs to hang out with people her own age, mm-hmm. people who have the same interests as her. Yeah. It's needed. And again, still is not, none of this is Mariah's um, free choice. Like she can't just say, hey, I'm going to spend the night in the city. She has to lie about going to acting mm-hmm. lessons and lie about being tired and staying with she her. She has to get the therapist to tell Ask Tommy. for permission. Yeah. It's, it's still all ridiculous. Well, here at the end of the side effects chapter, she says, Our relationship was very much like a teen and parent arrangement where independence is earned in increments. Mm. So it is this little bit of independence that she has to get. And it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. For Mariah to be like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriends mm-hmm. a, a night on the town on my own. Mm-hmm. She needs a therapist in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And then that little bit. No, it's girl, that's too much. That is too much. It's too much. But that's what happens when you're young. Young you know? and, 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 and your crazy husband has a gun. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> that is what happens. So piggybacking off of all that. So they do finally allow Mariah to go out. But moving on to the next chapter, the man from Kalamazoo. I think really love how it's like the first night out and it goes awry. Oh, <laughs> I mean, things are happening for Tommy. the first night for out. Tommy oh, yes. Tommy gets, <laughs> Mariah gets one, again, one inch of freedom. Oh, honey, she, she's going to make the most of it. <laughs> All his worst fears happened all at once. Uh, well, it was bound to happen. It's his fault. It's all his fault. So he deserved they, it. So they they concoct plans because Tommy is very afraid of Mariah being out without him and being seen yeah. without him because he's all worried about the, what they the say. public image. 
So they they come up with the agreement that they will go out, do the pictures together. Mm. They'll smile and look whatever happy. And then Tommy will leave and Mariah can stay at the party for longer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or go to a different party over here Uh as long as they're seen together. And those photos make it into page six the next day or whatever. Yeah. So here we go with the man from Kalamazoo. Party situation. Now, how old is she here? Like 26, 27? This has to be 26. Right. A 26-year-old's out in the club all night anyway. Most of them running the streets, bro. Running the streets. Like, you know, like everybody in Mariah's age group Mm -hmm. who's out there is successful, has money. DeBrat, Jermaine Dupri. She mentions here. Uh, boys to Men, Wanye Morris, who she yes. just did One Sweet Day with. Yes. They're all running around having the time of their lives. And this is New York City in the 90s. Like mm-hmm. the club was where I was at. This is the scene. Yeah. And Mariah can't even do any of that. Or when she does do that, yeah. it has to be an orchestrated event. A gala. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. you can have a little bit of freedom. For This is for the first time. Yeah. The ridiculousness of it all. I know. I can't believe it. All right. But let's talk about the man from Kalamazoo because at first I was like, "Who is Kalam? Who is from Kalamazoo? What is this man?" Yeah, I was what like, "Where is that?" But <laughs> now we come to learn that the man from Kalamazoo is Derek Jeter. Yeah, and Kalamazoo is in Michigan. Uh-huh. It's a tiny little place. Okay, like, people wouldn't know it. I've never been, but I know people from it. Okay, but that's where that's where he's from. I did not never know. I don't know either. Nope. <laughs> that's about all the- there is to say about it. <laughs> Derek Jeter's from there. That's probably their biggest claim to fame. Do you think there's a statue of him there? Oh, probably. <laughs> probably in the high school, uh, you know, Hall of Fame and everything. But either way. So they they do the whole party situation. Mm-hmm. Mariah's, you know, she's like, this is the big deal. I got to do all this. And then finally, the, she's, she's without him. Can we just point out on um, page 187? Last paragraph. Um, all the photos taken for that night showed us looking in different directions. My body stiff and awkward and an awkward smile plastered on my face. There was nothing to smile about, quite honestly. Look at the cue. Oh, that's a cute cue. But what is that? Is that like a particular kind of cue? The font of that? I don't know. Are there other cues like that? I don't know. I just realized that cue is... <laughs> <laughs> Different kind. It got of... a, a a nice long squiggle to it. It's got a long tail. Whatever you call that. Oh, interesting. I know, right? Was... I would have never noticed. I did not notice that. But... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it means something. Yeah, but she says, quite honestly, I was afraid to smile in most photographs. And when you think about some of the photographs around this time, mm. you can tell. And I not maybe particularly this event she talks about because this is the Fresh Air Fund event she talks about. Mm. But like, think of Mariah at the at the ninety six Grammys. I was going to say the Grammys. She was not happy. The girl that she's sitting in that chair, she is not smiling at all. Mm-hmm. You think about the backstage photos from the American Music Awards that year when Mm. Mariah performed Fantasy and had Tupac's eyes all on her. There's one picture of her and Tommy together backstage at the AMAs and Mariah is just like 
what is this man doing next to me? Mm-hmm. Somebody better get this man off of me. Like she was over it mm. even in early 96. Because that all happened in early 96. We're talking this party where she meets Derek Jeter is late 96. So she's already had a full year of being fully over that man. Mm-hmm. She ain't trying to play. Mm-hmm. But she's got to smile for the camera because she's the biggest star yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, well, this is where she mentions her, you know, someone at Sony commented that she has a bad side early in the career. Oh, right. So she's still traumatized by that. Girl, she's <laughs> going to have to get over that, too, because she does not have a bad I side. Know. I want all the sides of Mariah's face and I want all the hands flying in the air. I know. I want all of it. <laughs> we see where the That's damage it. was done in this these book. people. <laughs> come on. We need those things back. But it's these things, these, oh, you move your hands like this or this is a good side of your face that you know, helped or uh, inspired Mariah to want to do the Chick album, just mm. to not have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Just make, be creative and don't worry about what you're wearing, what your hands are doing or what side the camera is on. <laughs> Poor Mariah has to go through this stuff. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. All right. So this is a big freaking deal for Mariah. And she goes to this Giorgio Armani party. Mm-hmm. Which I guess Giorgio Armani was was really really big back then. Huge. But she mentions a lot when it comes to Derek Jeter that he's always has having something to do with Armani. Mm. In the next few chapters, we'll hear it. And I just think, did he have some sort of a deal with Armani? Was he like a spokesperson? Possibly. Yeah. Like back in the day, there wasn't that many designers too. So you kind of mm-hmm. like hung out with a clique. When you're yeah. rich. And it's publicity to have celebrities come to your shop and be wearing your clothes. Oh, right, right. So. I guess. Yeah. Well, I hope he was wearing Armani because when Mariah first laid eyes on him, she was like, who's this fool in these bad shoes? The p- Are those Armani shoes? <laughs> what you say? The pointy shoes? The pointy shoes. I can but- imagine him being dorky looking, just not wearing it quite right. I guess, but he had to be new to the scene. I don't follow baseball. He's from Kalamazoo. He's girl. Enough said. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. He doesn't know these things. He does not know, girl. (laughs) But I'm thinking, like, how long has he been at at, on the Yankees at this point? Probably new, right? They probably gave him the suit. He doesn't know what shoes to put with it. Um, true. All right, poor Derek. He's trying. He is. He is. He is. (laughs) So, all right. So this is the time she meets him. She's not impressed uh, in the beginning. But. Again, night one, away from Tommy. And Derek Jeter rolls up. Of course. Mm -hmm. Mariah's going to do, she's going to do, she's going to get into it. She's going (laughs) to get into it. Um, So there's, they happen to be sitting at the same table. Yes. And there's a couple other people around and Mariah's enjoying herself. Can we just point out this is the beginning of the confirmation of our suspicions? What are the suspicions? From the Roof song video? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because remember, she didn't even deny. It wasn't even asked. Like, we had no tidbits about who the Roof was about. Oh, yes, right. She never spoke about what that song Ever. was about. Uh-huh. But we as fans, I always knew. We figured it out. Oh, very quickly. Yeah. I, I don't know It was how. the unspoken secret with Mariah. It was. I don't even know how I started putting those two things together. It just made sense. Because when the Butterfly album was released, yeah. I don't think there had been any rumors about her and Derek Jeter being together. 
Well, I got or in- even friendly with each other or knowing each other for that matter. Right. Well, I got into it post all of it and it just became obvious. Yeah. I think it became once I I don't remember when I found out that they were dating mm. her and Derek Jeter, but once I knew that, I knew the entire Butterfly album was about him. Mm. Cuz by then I knew the divorce and didn't she say she's kind of working on the Butterfly album now mm-hmm. in this time period? Yeah, mm. on some of the early, early songs. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know how I pieced that together, but I sure did. And she confirms it all here. Well, I was well, I was in the first 15 years of The Roof, of me knowing The Roof, um, I thought it was post-divorce. The song was about post-divorce meeting Derek oh, Jeter. right, right, right. Okay. But then something clicked a few years ago. I was like, hang on, is she still married? Yes, yeah, she is. And now, yes, this yeah, is the yeah. beginning of that this story. This is the beginning. Well, we're going to get into that because it comes in the in the next chapter, the shook yeah. one. Well, this is technically the beginning of the roof storyline. Yeah. 100%. Uh-huh. But what I think is the most important moment here in this chapter from the man from Kalamazoo is the moment, she describes it in the book, on page 190 Mm. how all of the sudden it was like the moment in the wizard of oz when the screen went from black and white to technicolor Mm. so she's sitting here with Derek and a couple other people and all of a sudden she finds out that he is of mixed race yes like her Mm -hmm. and mariah just boom her Mm. whole world changes right here right and it's a moment yes now i think when that moment happens for for me it was almost like the first time i met like a gay person i was uh-huh. like oh my god uh-huh. you know what i mean because you like obviously in high school i like had ideas that other boys were gay but yeah. you never like spoke about that kind of thing but like once you get a little bit older and then you like meet your first gay person uh-huh. it's like a whole new world for you and i feel like that is how I relate this moment in Mariah's life to yeah. my own life. No, I was when she said that, I was like, oh, that's what I thought when I saw her on Oprah for the Rainbow album. Yeah, when it's she's like all of a sudden, oh, wow. I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> like, it's yeah. great. It's wild. But, and that feeling, though, is so memorable mm-hmm. and, and transformative. Mm-hmm. And that's why Mariah, like, wilded out right here. And she was like, oh, this is something way bigger than I could have ever even imagined. Yeah, well, it's kind of like seeing someone you know, even though you don't know them. Right, like a... Um, like a After a long time. What like, do you call it? Like oh a kindred God. spirit? Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, wow. Uh-huh. So I feel... Or finding something. Mm-hmm. Like a treasure. Yeah. So it's like this whole exciting revelation of life. Uh-huh. It's big. And the fact here in at the dinner table, they're they're talking openly about it. Yeah. And, and it talking their experiences where if Tommy was there, we know what would happen because we just looked at the Thanksgiving is canceled chapter. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even talk about Puff Daddy. Could you imagine if oh, Tommy was there and they were left. talking about mixed race? He would have left. Or he dragged her can- out. He probably would have canceled Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like he would have bugged. He oh bugged yeah. There, there, there's no way that conversation would have been able to continue. Mm-hmm. But here Mariah is. She's around her peers and she's having this transformative moment. But keep in mind also so far we've had we're somewhere between our white mother and her family, our black 
father, his family, mm-hmm. my two siblings don't really like me. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in this marriage with this guy who's isolated me from anything black. Mm-hmm. But now I'm hanging out with Debbie Allen, who's black. But now here's finally someone who's my mix. Exactly. Like, and it's it just is, really spot on. She can feel it in a way that she can't feel all the other things. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's unique to itself. Yeah. And I think that is what sort of propels Mariah to... Get infatuated. Uh, yeah, get infatuated. I mm-hmm. mean, he is very, very handsome. Oh, in those days, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that... And the fact that his family, Mariah comes to learn, is like a normal family. Yeah. Whatever normal means. But, you know, like, they're not dysfunctional like Mariah's family. Like, they're a nice group of people. Do you think that's... Do you think it's weird that they're normal considering they're from near um illinois uh yeah well it's like wouldn't yeah, it be like racist midwest racist, yeah. similar situations long island to have I, a mixed you, race I, that's interesting i wonder if derek talk obviously derek probably talks about it in his uh autobiography mm. but i don't have time to read that either no. <laughs> <laughs> we love him but i don't have time for that but it'd be interesting to see what his family dynamic was because, yeah, he's growing up. He's like the same age as Mariah growing up in the 70s. Yeah. In Kalamazoo, which is really in the middle of nowhere, Michigan. Right. So Closer wonder, to Illinois where Pat is in the Ku Klux Klan are hanging out. Right. Yeah. That whole situation. Well, Kalamazoo is, is much more nor- north than Springfield, Illinois, which is down oh, towards I guess the south. Oh, close to but, the south. Okay. But again, You're right. no matter where you were in the 70s, there was still racism. It was still illegal. It's still illegal. To be mixed race. Exactly. Yeah. So Marriage. I wonder. I'm sure him and Mariah had many, many hours of conversation about that. Yeah. And But, okay. But that's what infatuated her. And I don't blame her. Yeah. But this was the night. Tommy left Honey and she is out. But it's just, it's, what do they call it? Fate. It's just fate mm-hmm. that she would meet him, be able to have this conversation with him. And then that was it. And then I think he walks her to the car. They okay, exchange yes. numbers. Well, no, they're, they're like lock eyes and start talking. Yeah. They're having a moment. They're those people that start talking to each other and ignore everybody else. Yes. And, and poor you, friend just has to sit there. But you know when that <laughs> happens, girl, you know it's you know what's happening. You're like, all right, all right. <laughs> so, it, yeah, and that's what happens. So, anyways, this chapter closes out. They, he walks her to her car. They have a moment. And she just it's, she describes the feeling that she's having hasn't felt like this in a long, long time. Uh, she says, uh, you know, she was feeling herself because she was gorgeous that night, of course, because she knew she was leaving Tommy mm. uh, earlier in the day. But she says she felt good. She felt unencumbered. Yeah. The whole thing. So that was the that was the pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. Now, then we're going to get into the next chapter, which is the shook ones in the next episode of the Mariah Book Report. That's where it goes down. And that's where all the good Derek Jeter <laughs> details come out. <laughs> so um, tune into that. But this these couple chapters here. Let's do a quick recap. Yeah. So we got she's married, Tommy. Yep. She's living in the Sing Sing. Seal the deal. She got her friends coming over to do Always Be My Baby remix. Telling her this is weird. Meeting the brat. Can we just um, note that um, before she married Tommy, she was stressed out about the relationship and thinking marrying him will make it better. Mm-hmm. It just made it so much more worse. Right. She was able to distract herself with things like, you know, a record company or, you know, decorating the house. Mm-hmm. 
or buying her mom a house were all distractions mm-hmm. because when you really stop and focus on the, the relationship, there's no foundation. Yeah. It's all business. All business and control. And control. Mm-hmm. And constant and no surveillance. Yeah. Yeah. She can't so do anything. Debrat breaks into the scene yeah. and breaks Mariah out. They go for a joyride. I know, yeah. Moments, All girl. these small steps. Yeah. And then the whole therapy. Yeah. Which was good for her on many ways. She finally felt like she had somebody in her corner. So, so the concept of the butterfly... Um, you know how she said she wished Tommy would say that to her. I mm-hmm. think again, she's just saying it to herself. Like she has to like force her wings out of this shell mm-hmm. herself. Yeah, for sure. It's it's um, she has to break out. She needs to find the courage. She was saying, oh, like she's seeing her, she's gaining more courage in many ways through the therapy, mm-hmm. through the acting classes. But yeah, with Butterfly, it's she's encouraging herself in that song right you know even though it's it's tommy related but it's it's an, another form of courage through her her music yeah and her artistry uh-huh so this is the butterfly album here it's all yeah it's starting to come together yeah the whole concept and, and sort of this first songs mm-hmm. girl and then Derek jeter pops up Mm-hmm. I just know that moment when she realized that he was just I like think, her. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, I just remember when that happened for me, meeting my gay first gay person. It was it was moment. It was a moment. So I feel her on that. Yeah, yeah. And now we have a little bit more of the backstory of how they really initially connected. Because I like we say, we knew the roof was about him, but we're how'd y'all meet? Mm. How'd that go down? Right. Like it wasn't. They didn't meet on a roof. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and and that 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 like she that Tommy wasn't around. Yeah. And everything like that. Right, right. Well, you know, in the next chapter, we're gonna get into all the, you know, all the things she had to do to sort of hide that relationship. Yeah. So I also love that the Wizard of Oz is referenced as well. Oh, good, good old Wizard of Oz, honey. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to like watch it on repeat. Oh, all the time. Yes. Oh, that there's so many nuances in The Wizard of Oz. That mm. it, that's why it's such a lifelong classic. Or you can still watch that and learn stuff now. And Judy an Garland, the Judy Garland story is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. She's just been controlled by the label. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The Judy. I saw the Judy movie, girl. Oh, isn't it wild? It's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this week of the book report. Thanks for listening. Yes. And come back for more Meaning of Mariah Carey, girl. We're getting into the ju- juicy, the juicy uh, butterfly moment. It's been moments. juicy. I was, okay, I was going to say that too, but I was like, wait, it's been kind of juicy the whole it time. It has been. It has been. So, but we're getting into some good, good more moments. juice. Yes. So, uh, thank you for listening. See ya. Bye.